If you ain't about your own people, what you gonna raise your fist for? If you ain't about your own people, what you gonna raise your fist for? If you ain't about your own people, what you gonna raise your fist for? If you ain't about your own people, what you gonna raise your fist for? Man, let me tell y'all some shit. That's the realest line I can ever get from that nigga Crit. Literally. I mean, it's so many lines from Big Crit that are real. But literally, if you ain't about your own people, what you gonna raise your fist for? If you ain't about your own people, what you gonna raise your fist for? Listen, it's 2019 and this is straight yet. No motherfucking chaser. It's Black Loud Proud. Princess motherfucking Black is back in the house. Full effect. Ready to rat tat tat on that ass. You know what I'm saying? Literally. If you ain't about your own people, what you gonna raise your fist for? And when I say that, I literally mean being about our own people, man. We we base too much stock in what white people be doing, what they don't do. Oh, what about what about all of the things that you that was a brandy song that none of y'all know. What about us? Fuck that. <laughs> We be be focused on what about them? No, what about us? What about me? What about you? What about us? What we gonna do? What we gonna do? What we gonna? When are we going to stop basing everything, centering everything around whiteness? It's a it's a sickness that we have. I ain't, I ain't mad at nobody. I just want us to heal ourselves so we can get over this idea that we need to measure up to, measure against, think and consider what white people is and what they ain't doing in comparison to us. And y'all already know what I'm talking about. Y'all already know what I'm getting at because this is the constant battle that we have. Whenever something happens in our community and someone, you know, is up in arms about it, and trying to take a community member to task, it's always, well, uh, they didn't lock the white man up. Man, fuck that white man. Fuck the white man. Fuck the concept of whiteness. Fuck that shit. Fuck me. Fuck that bitch. I'm just get on straight down to the get down and right on into the motherfucking thing, right? So the whole month of January, we spent talking about surviving R. Kelly and R. Kelly tired, sick, twisted, crazy ass. And the whole time, motherfuckers, well, they didn't do this to this white man. And that, I don't give a, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. You already know, expecting white people to go to jail, to be prosecuted, to be held accountable for a crime, that ain't realistic. That ain't what these laws was made and set up for, especially for white men. It's made for them to win. Period. So I don't understand why we can't grasp that and move past that. Or more specifically, why we even give a fuck about these fucking white men. Because nine times out of ten, unless it's police brutality or somebody who think they the motherfucking police, like George Zimmerman crack ass. Why people be doing this shit to other white folk, like other white folks? Because typically crime is committed to people that are in your close proximity. And this country is very segregated in that way. Very segregated in that way. We, you listening right now? Who you live? You live next door to white people? And if you do, I'm side out your ass because you moved out of the nigga neighborhood because you thought you was too good or you thought, I don't know what you thought, to be honest. And I, 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 there's so many thoughts that people have in their mind when they make decisions of where they live. You know, like, oh, I want a better education for my kids, blah, 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 blah. That's the difference between me and you. You want to live amongst white folks, that's fine. I don't. I don't trust them. They shouldn't even trust themselves. Y'all saw that shit on uh motherfucking uh motherfucking uh Netflix. See, this is why I don't turn on Netflix because all that shit it ain't nothing about the devilment of white folks uh abducted in plain sight. That's white people trusting white people too goddamn much. Actually, that's that's quintessential epitome 
uh, peak whiteness right there. Oh, we don't lock our doors. We don't worry about. <laughs> if you saw that gun in this plane, psych shit, them folks crazy as hell. That man fucked the mama, the daddy, and the child, Lord. But you know what? All I can do is laugh because that ain't none of my goddamn business. It ain't none of my business. It ain't. <laughs> ain't none of your friend's business. Ain't none of your fr- and I ain't even a friend. Okay? I ain't no friend to them white folks. So and that ain't none of my goddamn business. I just peered into their life because they put it on the goddamn internet or uh the Netflix and I and I just happened to see it. <laughs> white folks ain't my concern. I am black. White folks are not my concern. I am black. White folks is not my concern. I am black. White folks ain't my concern. I am black. I can't be concerned about them. White folks don't have a moral compass. You can play this shit out loud and front and back to some white folks, wherever, however. I don't give a fuck. Because look at the history of whiteness in this country. We've been trying to appeal to, you know, to their moralism or whatever for fucking ever. And it don't matter. Because we're still out here suffering, oppressed, and white people still white peopling. Whiteness is still whitening. And it just is what it is. So when these issues that plague our community come up and folks want to hold and measure people up to whiteness... That shit, man, that ain't that ain't righteous. Holding holding niggas up to whiteness is not righteous. Holding niggas up to whiteness is not righteous. Holding niggas up to whiteness is not righteous. Okay? This R. Kelly shit, man, fuck that motherfucker. And at this point, he was indicted. He was locked up for a few days. I'm going to assume he was in there that long because, bro, money is funny. Or maybe he could just be hiding under a mattress. I don't know. Maybe some 14-year-old somewhere with a bank account is holding his money. I don't know. But either motherfucking way, he is disgusting. He should be discarded. And it's like, you know, folks out here like, oh, we should love unconditionally and this, that, and the third. Listen, I love black people unconditionally. But when you fuck with children and old people, vulnerable populations, fuck you, all gloves is off, man. All gloves is off. All gloves is off. And the thing about it is, Chicago is the second home to me. I spent so much of my, you know what I'm saying, my formative years in that city, you know, whatever. I know so many people from the crib. It's like ridiculous. And it's known in the city. It has always been known in the city that R. Kelly, R. Kelly is a predator of young black women. Like, this nigga be hanging out around his his old high school he hanging out around Kenwood he hanging out around the Mike the McDonald's and shit in in fucking High Park and the last time I checked I don't know where he lived now but I know he used to live way out in the motherfucking birds nigga why is you in the city on the south side praying on children in High Park at the motherfucking McDonald's G Not only is that crazy, but all the motherfuckers that are around you, goofy as hell. Disgusting as hell. And the thing is, at the root of all of this shit, money is the root of all motherfucking evil. And that's why I side our people. I really, truly do side our folks who be too invested in money. Like, folks be trying to have conversations with me about certain shit and be like, yeah, but I mean, you know, you got to get paid and make a living. You don't think they should get paid. When your mind and your mentality is fixated around the idea that you should be paid, nah, fam, we, we, we all need to be able to have the basics. 
all that extra shit is fucking extra. Like, yeah, we all like nice things. Me too. Whoop the bam. Like, cool. But when you start to get into all this excess of things and shit, and oh, you know, shit, Nate, nah, fam. <laughs> More of us should have food, water, and shelter. And access to health care and mental health services. That's what the fuck I think. When you get fixated on money, that's how I know you're the type of motherfucker that could just be flipped for a dollar. You know what I'm saying? And look at, I mean, you watch, you just looking at Survivor R. Kelly, you looking at all these faces of these people who are flipped for a motherfucking dollar or the thought of a dollar. Like, oh, I thought I was going to be out here, you know, rich and famous. Like, that'd be the thing. Like, when I was a kid... I'm being nosy. That's why. That's why it's traffic right now. So I'm on my way back <laughs> from. It don't even matter. Mind your motherfucking goddamn business. And I'm on the Baltimore Washington uh, Parkway, and I saw all these ambulances and shit. So you know, <laughs> speech gets all slowed down. I'm looking like, what's going on over there? Let me mind my motherfucking goddamn business. But anyway. That's what I was saying, um, or relatively what I was saying. People, man, will flip for a dollar. You watching all of this shit, like his former manager and all of that shit. Y'all turned the other cheek, or y'all went out and collected these young cheeks or this old nigga for some money to be able to keep a job, to, to continue to have access. And the thing is, a lot of times people, like, this is what I was about to say. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a rapper. You know what I'm saying? And I wanted to be a rapper. What? I mean, a lot of it was, I love hip-hop. Like, all the elements. I studied it deeply. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I wrote a paper, an essay with real sources and all type of shit. You know, when niggas didn't have the internet at home, for real. Except me. <laughs> about hip-hop and the commercial. It actually was about the commercialization of hip-hop. Um... And this was like back in like the 99 or 2000 when I wrote this paper. But anyway, I started rapping in 96 and I wanted to be a rapper. And even though I, I loved the art form, you know what I'm saying? Like hip hop. And I studied, you know, real hip hop artists. You know, I went back and listened to everything, the whole discography of this artist and that artist and blah, 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 blah. Man, Joe, I really wanted the money. I wanted the money. I wanted the fame. I wanted all of that shit, too. Um, but as I aged and I came to grips with myself and who I am at the root and, you know what I'm saying, the, the core of who I am, I was like, I don't want to do that shit because I would end up having to pretend to be some or become somebody that I'm really not in order to succeed in the industry, especially as as a female MC, you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta get slim surgery, this, that. You can't be too dark light. You can't be too dark. All type of shit. And I realized, the, like, the reality of the thing. And I was like, yeah, man, that ain't me. I don't want that shit. But it's so many people who want fame and money and attention and access to, you know what I'm saying? Like, different shit. And it's like, you give people that, sometimes it don't even have to be money. You could literally give people a seat at a raggedy-ass brunch table where they with other folks who they look up to or th think something of, and they be satisfied with that shit, and they'll do anything, any motherfucking thing, to get there and stay there. And that's what this all is. It's a web of, like, dirty, nasty, trifling, weak-ass folks, man. The men, the women, you know what I'm saying? Like, the adults that was around R. Kelly, like, what the fuck? And then people are like, oh, you know, I blame the parents, this, that, and third. Yeah, to a degree. Yeah. To a degree. You, you got to look at the parents. But it's not all on them. And then, you know, folks is just out here like, oh, well, you know, Robert, he's human and he just need healing from the shit that happened to him and blah, blah, blah. Man, I know a lot of motherfucking people that were abused and molested, including my goddamn self. That don't, that, that has never, 
been at the the like a uh, thought or idea for me to like lash back on other people because of you know like my experiences. I wish y'all could see my goddamn face right now. Like, yeah, I was touched as a child, so I'ma just touch some children. I mean, I guess something in your head works that motherfucking way. And when you got money and you're in these like. There's, he was surrounded by so many motherfucking people who should have took a hold of him and been like, bro, you sick. You need some motherfucking help. There's people you can see about this shit. But nah, motherfuckers just wanted to keep getting paid. Get paid, y'all nigga, get paid. Watch people around you and watch your motherfucking self. Check your goddamn self. If you find yourself too invested in the idea of getting money. too invested in the idea of getting money and keeping money or being a part of some shit so you're gonna turn the eye you know what i'm saying nah fam ain't no honor in that shit man ain't no motherfucking honor in that shit and it's like and nigga r kelly went to jail man and the first thing he do is get out and take his nasty ass to fucking mcdonald's and it's like he was there with his squad or, you know, like his, uh, the people, you know, that work with him or whatever. All of them motherfuckers should be, I, I, I just feel like they all should be executed. And maybe that shit is dramatic, but it's just like, nobody said, yeah, nah, nigga, hell nah, Joe, we ain't about to take you to no motherfucking McDonald's. They were just on the lifetime talking about showing you at the McDonald's looking for fucking young girls. It didn't occur to nobody that, yeah, nigga, you shouldn't be at McDonald's. Well, maybe we should order that shit on Uber Eats like regular motherfucking people do. But you just had to go and sit in McDonald's for a fucking hour and a half, my nigga. Something is wrong with you and all the people around you. Do we really need people like that in the world, man? Do we really need people like that in the world? Now, that's, that's just really what I want to know. Seriously. Because ain't none of them motherfuckers around or near him worth a goddamn to this planet. I think we should be fucking Captain Planet and just get rid of the motherfucker if you ask. Captain Planet, he's a hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. Gonna help. We need the earth, wind, and fire on his ass and all the motherfucking people around him. These people are crazy and deranged. And then motherfuckers stay on the internet all day typing. But what about, what about, what about, what about, oh, Jesse, but what about, man, speaking of Jesse, this is all I'm finna say, fuck that motherfucker. Because I don't give a goddamn if CPD is lying on his ass or not. Nothing about that story was right. They all lying. <laughs> no, hashtag no empire. Like, literally everybody is lying. Who knows who's telling the truth? And actually, frankly, my dear, I don't give a fuck. Period. Because he said it was white people and all of this shit. Da 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 da. Well, nigga, it wasn't. You lied. Because you lied, I only give you a time. Cause I can't go on and pretend I. I haven't tried to forget it, but I'm too down for a reason, man. I can't seem to get over. <laughs> I'm sorry I got caught up in Beyonce real quick. Y'all couldn't tell me I wasn't 9-9 in 2000, Beyonce, just now. Anyway, um... Fuck Jesse Smiley. That's all the time I'm gonna spend on that shit. Ain't nothing to write about that shit. You gonna see that little goofy ass letter to the motherfucking Fox, uh, the, uh, the little bodyguard bullshit. Y'all saw bodyguard. And if you didn't, shame on you. That was one of Aunt Whitney's best work of art. I would run to you. Tell me, will you stay? I don't even know the words, but 
she killed, she bodied the bodyguard soundtrack. And y'all saw that little goofy ass uh, letter they sent Rachel in that movie. Anyway, uh, I digress. Fuck Jesse, fuck R. Kelly, fuck all of that shit. I'm fucked. I don't give no fucks. But what I'm sick of is like, but what about the white people? What about the white people? They don't give a fuck about us. Why the fuck do we care about them? What about the white people? And and then, you know what? You know what got under my skin, y'all? We spent however long on Twitter going on and on by do about goddamn uh motherfucking uh, Oscars so white and this, that, and the third. And then as soon as the Oscars throw a little bone, oh, yes, fuck that. And fuck the Oscars and fuck them white people and they fuck ass award. Oh, well, some of it was good. No, it was all the same motherfucking thing. The same bullshit every motherfucking year. Matter of fact, go back and watch the Oscars and delete every scene with the black people and tell me just how good that shit is. It's not. Actually, imagine a world where black people don't exist. That ain't no world nobody want to live in. That's why, that's why, you know what? And the black guys and ancestors is gonna have to forgive me because I just really need to throw the whole CeeLo away, but I can't. Because I can't throw away the body of work that is goody mob. Um, I just can't. I just can't. And it's like as a child growing up in the dirty south, I really didn't like I listened and loved Goody Mob, the entire Dungeon family, but I didn't even realize the gems, the lessons, the the light years ahead these niggas was, man. And when I came into my consciousness and I'm going back and I'm singing like I listened but I didn't hear or I heard but I never listened until the day that I, you know what I'm saying, that it went through. My appointment is Wednesday at 10. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thanks for that notification. Um, let me just take this moment and say, if you haven't been to the dentist in a while, work that shit out and get there. If you have dental insurance, shame on you. If you don't, I actually just learned in this awesome um, Facebook group that I'm in called Blacks on the Job. They had a thread up yesterday that was like um, secrets from your workplace or something. And somebody who worked in a, dental, a dentist office said that <clears throat> when you go to a dentist and they off and they give you a price, a lot of times if it's if it's not like a chain but it's a smaller place, you can negotiate. Um, you can negotiate what you pay because. A lot of times the dentists, they don't really know what the people in the front are charging. They just do the work. But if you talk to them, you can negotiate and, you know, figure out a plan and a price point that works for you. Um, Dental health is extremely important. Um, I never realized this. I remember from being a kid and reading shit on the wall and wondering why. Why the fuck the dentist care if she pregnant? Or why the fuck the dentist care if you got um, an issue with your heart or this, that, and the third? Because your mouth is like the portal to like every fucking thing. So like if you get like an abscess or something in your mouth or some type of bacteria or um, anything of that nature, and it's in your mouth, it can, um, like, enter your bloodstream in your system, and you can fucking die, man. It's crazy. Like, my uncle ignored these dental problems that he had, and the shit ended up poisoning his system and getting into his blood, and he almost died, and now he has one of those, um, heart things, um, I don't know what you call them, but you know the little thing in you that be ticking? Um, pacemaker or whatever the shit's called. My uncle got one of them shits because he didn't take care of his grill. So get the fuck back. Guard your grill. <laughs> take care. Take care. Home. Take care of your dental health, people. Do not skip out on that shit. And I know a lot of us have little jobs where they give us at least a little free cleaning. Please go in there and let them folks touch your teeth, dear God, because. Dental health is like some of the most important shit on this planet, and I think that a lot of people don't even realize that. Um, at best, Google some shit and figure out some shit. Um, 
what you call it, um, oil pulling is really good for oral health. Um, I got a water pick. I be getting the little bogus ass um, pulsating brushes. I just need to give in and actually get an electric toothbrush. But man, get the fuck back, guard your grill, <laughs> take care of that mouth, fam. Take care of that mouth. Um, but before I got into that whole diatribe about dental health or whatever, what was I talking about? Um, like these award shows, man. for once let's stop taking scraps for once and i find it interesting that black and, and i'm not saying this is not a um a jab at any of his amazing work but what i'm saying is spike lee has passed his prime and now y'all want to honor him when he did malcolm x was an award-winning piece of shit now listen a lot of elders and ancestors and folks was upset about that movie because there was stuff that was historically inaccurate in it but fuck that same thing for green book right spike me should have got a fucking uh uh i was trying to say masters uh motherfucking oscar and a grammy for that goddamn movie because the score everything was on point for malcolm x some history shit might have not been on point, but y'all know I am Malcolm X. I am Malcolm X. I am Malcolm X. Y'all know Malcolm X was a good motherfucking movie. Get your hand out my pocket. <laughs> and the scene where Disney, I mean, the thing is, that motherfucking movie was so goddamn good. Everybody got snubbed. Denzel Washington should have got an Oscar for that motherfucking shit because he played that shit so good. Sometimes when I think about Malcolm X, I see Denzel Washington faces. You do too. Tell the truth, shame the devil. Tell the truth and shame the devil. Sometimes you be thinking about Malcolm X and you, then the first image that pop up in your mind is Denzel motherfucking Washington. It is not uh, 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 Malcolm Little. Shit. They, they, black, <laughs> like I said, some shit was historically inaccurate in that goddamn movie, but uh, they did the fuck out of that movie. Name a better biopic. I'll wait. It ain't one. Baby, they got down on that thing. Spike put his foot in that shit, okay? Okay? And then, you know, the classic Spike clips and shit, like when Denzel was riding in that car and Sam Cook was playing in the goddamn background. Mm. <sighs> Putting on my heartstrings right now, Lord Jesus. Now, that, now that's some shit nigga should have got an Oscar for. Most people I know didn't even see Black Screens, man, because nobody care. Ain't nobody anticipating no new Spike Lee joint. His past is prime. So I think it's so interesting that now black people aren't super in love with Spike Lee that white folks want to honor some bullshit that he had his hand in. Man, fuck that. Fuck that, fuck that, fuck that. And, you know, everybody had something to say like, oh, I wouldn't be no grown man in no other man arms like that. It was a beautiful moment, but it would have been better if it was at our shit. I mean, somebody, somebody listening to this No Captain Hughes. If you know Sister Hughes, tell Sister Hughes to call me because I need to take over programming and everything over at TV1. Or, or if y'all know the board of trustees at one of these Negro universities, y'all need to let me be the president of one of them or the head of TV1 because I got a team that will whip a HBCU and TV1 right into motherfucking shape to be the like the pinnacle of blackness and everything that's right with us. Because at this point, Soul Train Awards, NAACP, um, what's that other little um, black, um, the Trumpet Awards? That's ours, right? Kathy Hughes need to take that whole thing over and those need TV one need to be our shit. There's so much shit that can be done with that goddamn channel to make it ours, unapologetically ours. And TV one got some shit that's right with it, cause uh, them unsolved episodes, baby. If you ain't seen them, I'm into like 
intellectual and political genealogy. You know what I'm saying? Like, people be asking me about all types of stuff. What you think about this? What you think about that? Listen, I limit what I think about shit because what I know is civil rights, black power movement, intellectual and political genealogies. That's what my research stems around. That's what I'm good at. That's what I'm fascinated about. That's what I dig into. That's what I'm most read on. I don't like to talk about shit that I'm not read on. So when I talk about the awards and all of that shit, and folks want to dip and slide and dip, baby, dip into conversations about masculinity and femininity and gender and sexuality and all that shit. Listen, I, I ain't got time for that. And people be like, oh, you're a feminist and you're a baby. I don't even know what feminist is. I, listen, I got I got a Pat Hills Collins book that sat next to my bed for two years to change. And it's on the top of my to get to list, but I keep bumping it down. And I know a little bell hooks, and um, it's it's another um black woman that has written a lot about um black feminism. Um, and Alice Walker on womanism. I ain't even got to that. And people are like, oh, you're a feminist? No, I'm just common sense ain't common. And I just got a little common sense. I'm not well read and well versed in those areas, so I don't talk about it. Cause when you talk about shit you don't know, you look real you look real dumb. And so people tend to think, Oh, you're so smart, because I only speak what I know. We should all try that. Stay in your motherfucking lane, like I am right now on this highway. Okay? Um But uh yeah, the Oscars, man. Fuck fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. We be celebrating. We be celebrating little shit, little poems that white people give us too often. And it's like, I know we sick and we need a healing. But I need more of us to come to some agreement, some understanding that we're going to be consistent with this shit. In the same way that white people are consistent with their bullshit. The Oscars consistent with their bullshit. Wasn't Kevin Hart supposed to uh, host that shit? But then the white gay folks who basically came together and was like, oh, no, that's not right. We ain't accepting that. Whatever. Man. Now, that's from these white folks because they don't give a fuck about you. And then Ellen ass had him out here double apologizing and shit. He still didn't get the motherfucking job, right? I don't know. I'll be passively um, brushing past shit like that or people be bringing it to me. And you gotta already know before you approach me. If it's if it's about some white shit, I don't give a fuck. If it's about some stupid shit that's connected in a roundabout way to some white shit, I don't give a flying fuck. If it ain't black, send it back. I don't want it. I was talking about taking over TV One or HBCU. That's really what. And you know, let's talk about the evils of whiteness, right? So. Bennett College. We were all on this quest to help them raise five million. And as for me and mine, I didn't donate because y'all I've been struggling. Can you pay my bills? Pay my telephone bills, pay my automobiles, baby. Maybe we can I've been struggling. <clears throat> and one of the things that I've been working on is not giving away all of my goddamn money because I'm bad at it. I give away too much money. I'd be like, oh, that's a good cause. Or I see black people selling something. Oh, I need to support black business. I bought a whole bunch of shit the other day when I was in Philly that I didn't even need or want because it was black folks and they were selling it. And I was like, look at them in their little business. Um, <laughs> and then the next thing you know, all them little seven, eight, 10, 11, 15, $21, $37 plus shipping on the shirt. All that shit add up and I ain't paid my, my phone bill. Now I'm out here making the promise that I can't keep. I done made so many promises to Verizon that I can't keep that if I open that shit up right now, it'd be like, you can't do that um, because you done make... <laughs> I can't even make a promise to pay no more, y'all. Goodness. Oh man, Verizon sick of my shit. <laughs> it's alright though. <laughs> what the fuck though? Where the love go? Five, four, three, two. It's alright, Verizon. Y'all held me down. I'm gonna get it together, Bobo. 
I'm gonna get it together. But um, nah, man. <laughs> Billy College, they needed five mil. They got more than that. I think they got like eight. And then the shit come down to the down, and they like, yeah, but they still lost accreditation. White folks, man. Them white folks knew they was gonna do that, but first of all, they didn't think niggas would get five milli. That's number one. And then when niggas got it, they was like, yeah, nah, you know, huh. <laughs> and you know what? To be honest, um, that white university that's in their same county or whatever, High Point University, gave them a million dollars in like the final hour, you know, to help them make sure they closed out the deal. All right, cool. I feel like, so when I read the article, it was like Bennett had, has uh, three choices and it's like to merge with another school. Um, I don't even remember what the other ones, but I saw that one. And when I saw that shit and I thought about that million dollars that that goddamn white school gave, I was like, they probably work in conjunction with the little accreditating board knowing that they can, you know, annex Bennett into their shit, you know what I'm saying, for probably another campus, other buildings, you know, like, whatever, whiteness, evilness, I don't trust none of it, I don't trust none of it, I don't trust none of it, that's why you get to the Oscars, and they give you some crumbs, but they serve the entree to the white folks, and then we out here like, yes, Spike, yes, and Spike out here, yes, and it's like, brother, you're not even being philosophically uh, consistent, because you kind of been anti that shit they did in the moment, they throw you a bone, you you catching and you running around like, yes, sir, thank you, sir, I'm happy, sir, I just can't get with that, and I don't give a fuck what nobody thinks about me for thinking that, like, we need our own institutions. We need to uplift our own people and award them. We need to support them. We need to come together and, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, uh, motherfucking, uh, help them finance their projects and, you know, like, they own shit in the same way that other folks do it for others, man. We got black banks. We got uh, we got a handful of um, black folks that got a little money. It don't take all of that to make a goddamn movie. It don't. We can get it done. And then when you look at the the benefits that white that white people reap from winning Oscars and shit, opposed to what black people reap when they get an Oscar. That shit is some bullshit anyway to begin with. I just... The shit that was on my chest was R. Kelly, man. Fuck that nigga. He's the fucking scum of the fucking earth. And I'm channeling my inner Savannah on waiting to excel when she's sitting there at that goddamn hotel with Kenneth. Kenneth, you're the scum of the fucking earth. Robert, you're the scum of the fucking earth. Period. 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 And all the people who, you know what I'm saying, like, went along, go along, covered up, they should treat that whole shit as a sex ring trafficking operation shit and clamp down on all them hoes. Even the motherfuckers that got on that Surviving R. Kelly documentary was like, yeah, you know, we knew rock. Nigga, you're a fucking accomplice as well. getting tired. Everybody gotta go to jail. Every motherfucking body. Ooh, thank God for good breaks. <laughs> anyway. Oh, speaking of good breaks. If you're listening to this right now, please go out and check your headlights and your tail lights and make sure they're working and operating and functionally and functioning um, appropriately. Because don't nobody want to get stopped by the motherfucking police for no bullshit. And you know they stay looking to stop a nigga for no goddamn reason. 
Don't let your headliner tail light be the reason. Check them out. Have somebody look for you. Even make sure your signals is working. Um, I'm not a. I'm not on no respectability politics type shit. That's not me. I'm not gonna tell you to pull up your pants, put your weed down, or none of that shit. I'm just telling you one little simple thing that keep the, the police off your ass. Don't nobody want to run into them folks. You know what I'm saying? So make sure you check that out. But yeah, that nigga R. Kelly, fuck you, bitch, and fuck all the people who helped you. Every motherfucking one of you, bitches, bitch ass niggas, and it's not even just men, women too. It's some women in that shit because I think his publicists and all of them, the women. And then you know what? Y'all get up off a of motherfucking sparkle. I saw people riding on sparkle. I really and truly believe that sis introduced her niece, thought that she could protect her, but the parents saw it differently, and they started putting that girl in there or dropping her off when she was by herself and she wasn't being watched. You know what I'm saying? That ain't Sparkle fault, fam. It's just not. It's not. Period. Put the blame on the right folks and not the wrong ones. Jesse, fuck that nigga.com. Something ain't right about something in the milk ain't clean on both sides of the, of the fence. And this motherfucker in this uh, Chevy Traverse. It's why you living a bullshit ass life right now. That's you know, you gotta be a bullshit ass person and no offense if you listening and you got a Chevy Traverse, I'm just mad. So I'm I'm talking shit right now. But you gotta be a bullshit ass person to purchase a Chevy Traverse in the beginning with in the beginning. Why you ain't get a suburban with your broke ass? But I digress. Just because somebody almost made me crash on the road, I ain't gotta talk about them like that. I'm sorry. Um yeah, Jesse, fuck that. The Oscars, fuck that, fuck that shit. We really have to invest and uplift our own institutions. We got to go to our own award shows. And it's like I saw a picture of Jay-Z and, and Spike. Jay-Z, why are you at the Oscars but when... The NAACP and BET and all the nigga wars and shit be trying to honor you and your dusty-ass wife. Yes, I said dusty because I'm upset. And if you're in the beehive, it's whatever. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, Beyonce don't care about me or you. Um, But I digress. I'm, I'm not putting that on, sis. She was raised to be that way. She's not a regular person. Human being. Unfortunately. Um, I weep for her probably once a week because we live in a world where she can't be a regular ass person and it has to be miserable to some degree. Like money and all of that shit ain't everything when you can't go out and breathe like regular air, like regular people. Can't even go to Target real quick because folks don't know how to treat another human being like a human being. Like sis got talent. I know 32 niggas that got more talent than Beyonce. Um, but I digress. I saw Jay-Z at the Oscars. Nigga, why you don't come to the nigga awards? And then to like all the nigga awards, we just need to do better and we need to uplift and support people. Like, man, Regina King getting an Oscar, she's been great for my entire life. Regina King has literally had a job my entire life. I'm 32, gonna be 33 motherfucking years old. This done played this and that and this and that. She done did every motherfucking thing under the moon. Ghetto, classy, in between, uh, teen, grown ass woman, you name it. Regina King done did it and she's been consistently working for the last 30 something years. Which means this is worth it. So the fact that she just getting an award. That's some bogus-ass bullshit. And us as black people, we should have been lifting Sister King up to the highest of heights. Because, yes, sis, you fucked that role up. Name a role that, uh, that sis ain't. And speaking of the police, here they go. Y'all gone. Man, move over so the police can go now. Where this dumb-ass white lady going this way anyway? 
And the police probably just going to get a sandwich, bitch. Anyway, Regina King and so many other people like Alfred Woodard. Sis, oh, who, who does it better than Alfred Woodard? Sis, the better crackhead, the best mama you can count on. Monica. <laughs> Remember, since I mean, some people I think I said Alfred Woodard one day, and somebody was just like, mm, The mom from Love and Basketball, yes, bitch, the mom from Love and Basketball. And her and the Divine got down on that movie Funny Valentine's. BT used to play that every day, and then you know, BT used to play Holiday Hearts three times a day. Y'all remember that? I think that was, was that right after, was that, I think Bob Johnson, I think Bob Johnson still on BET when he used to play Holiday Hearts three times a day. Or maybe it was in that transitional, um, transitional period. Y'all done seen Holiday Hearts with, um, Van Rees, Van, Van Rives. Y'all know that big fucky ass nigga, whatever his name is, uh, him and, uh, Alfred Woodard. How got the, how got the bike, Holiday? <laughs> Listen, Alfred Wooder is a gym, okay? And we need to lift her up. And we need to create a space where folks can be better. Like Taraji, that's my fellow bison. She went to Howard. Hey, you, you know? I'm on my Howard shit. She went to Howard, Howard graduate. Guys. Why is she out here playing in Tyler Perry movies and motherfucking uh uh Lee Daniel flicks and what was that uh re- white remake she just did? Um motherfucking uh what men think or whatever. <laughs> Why she gotta do movies like that? Since I already done proved her worth and point and all of that, like you shouldn't have to go backwards, sis. And then people are like, but she executive produced it. You shouldn't go have you shouldn't have to go backwards, sis. I'll just roll in my eyes, but white acceptance, man. Fuck that. We really need more more institutions to honor the black people that are out here doing the work on our behalf. That are out here creating, you know what I'm saying? The books that our children need. And so I'm, I've seen an abundance of black people um, writing children's books, giving representation, you know what I'm saying? And it's like a lot of those books are independently published and they're not in the regular libraries and blah, blah, blah. And as a librarian, you know, that's one of my things that I, that, you know, I'm, my passive goal is to, you know what I'm saying, to work in my community and bring programming and books to children that, you know what I'm saying, look like them, that are relevant to them, because I know that's something that um, disinterested me in reading at some point, because I didn't see myself in what I was reading, and so we need more of that. You know what I mean? Um, for our children and for adults in general, there's so many black people that are out here producing. Like my good friend and dear sister, uh, Dr. Kimberly Brown Peller, and her nonprofit organization, Education Like Me. Um, and the two books that she's published, Queen Like Me and Superhero Like Me, amazing books that talk about history with phenomenal illustrations for our little kings and queens. You know what I'm saying? Little superheroes because boys love, you know, superheroes. And we have so many stories of black grandness. Marcus Garvey, that's a superhero. Frederick Douglass, that's a superhero. All of these people, Martin, Martin Delaney, all these people, superheroes. You know what I'm saying? They would be learning about, talking about, whatever, blah, blah, blah. My boy um, just dropped a, a children's book that he illustrated and published, you know what I'm saying, on his own. And it was inspired by his daughter. That's coming out next month. Like, I just know so many people that are producing great content for black people by black people you know what I'm saying and it's like we gotta get behind those things and support those things 
not this other bullshit, fam. And like taking these little crowns from white folks, man, fuck them. White folks ain't our ruler. Listen to me again when I say this. White folks ain't our ruler. White folks ain't our ruler. They don't rule shit up over here. They don't run shit up over here. And the moment we realize that, <laughs> we'll be a little bit more powerful. And God forbid we tap into our power. Because it's on like pop and calm the moment that we do. White folks ain't our ruler, and they are not our measuring stick. So when something happens in our community, when something go down, when somebody is to be held accountable, when someone goes to jail, when someone is brought up on some bullshit, do not, do not, do not open your mouth. Do not part your lips. Do not move your fingers and take, write, and or speak about a goddamn thing that white people haven't done or haven't been held accountable for. They are not our rulers. They are not our measuring sticks. We can't be vested in what the fuck white folks do. They ain't right. And never have been. They ain't right and never have been. White folks and morals don't get along. White folks and morals, they don't get along. <laughs> they don't. Ain't no righteousness in holding anything up to whiteness. We gotta stop that shit. And huh, I'm almost to my destination. I'm on my way to my black chiropractor to see about my black neck, shoulders, back and body. <laughs> I love y'all. I want you to be great. I want you to take more time to see about self. That's something that I'm working on. I'm trying to strike a balance in all of this, y'all. I got a new boo. <laughs> Shout out to Tyrone. If you know, you know. If you don't, mind your motherfucking goddamn business. <laughs> it's black love, though. Because I know some folks are like, well, you ain't telling us who Tyrone is. Maybe Tyrone is white. <laughs> the joke's on you, bitch. Fucking nobody white around here. Anyway, um, until next time, Straight Yak is back. <laughs> Straightyak.com. Straight Yak, no motherfucking chaser. This is Black Loud Proud signing off. Remember, Princess cares if don't nobody else care.